Are you a woman founder starting or building your business and it's time to get unstuck and get growing? How do you do the big things that you're dreaming of, build your business empire, and still keep from breaking your sanity and your bank balance? Yes, I said empire. We don't play small around here. You aren't starting a little business or creating a side hustle. You are building your business empire. And if you want it, we are going to help you go get it. This is the One Step Empire from She Incorporated, and we're here every week to help you build your business and create freedom through success as an entrepreneur. This is the podcast for women founders who are building their dreams one step at a time. We aren't going to let you play small just because your budget might be. There are hundreds of ways you can create incredible impact in your business with the resources you have right now, and we're going to help you do that each and every week. Massive success in simple steps. That's what One Step Empire is all about. Hi, and welcome back to She Corporated One Step Empire podcast. Last week, we worked on part one of your brand identity and creating your logo. Hopefully, you've settled on a design that you are loving and have started the process with a graphic designer to get your logo finalized. We talked about how critical it is to get feedback from a variety of people on your logo. And if you want some feedback from your She Corporated community, just send us a DM on Instagram or shoot me an email with some pictures and we can share it on Instagram and get you some feedback from other She Corporated community members. You can also send me an email from the website. Just go to shecorporated.com and there's an email link right there in the footer. So last week we talked about brand identity and how your brand identity is the visual aspects of your brand that identify it and distinguish it from others in your market, like your colors, your fonts, and of course your logos. So in this episode, we're going to talk through steps two and three, your typeface and your colors. So number two, step number two is choosing your typeface. Now, different typefaces have different personalities. Each one conveys a certain feeling, which is why it's important to choose the right one for your brand identity. Most brands are going to choose two to three typefaces as part of their brand identity kit. You want to make sure that it's different from the typeface that your competitors use, and then it feels unique to your brand. You're also going to want to make sure that all of the typefaces you choose work well together in a complementary fashion. It's also important to keep in mind the readability and the functionality of the typeface you choose. Make sure that they're not only in line with your brand feel, but that they're easy to read, that they join up with each other nicely and work well with the words that you're going to use a lot. We had a font chosen for one of our brands that was a script font and we liked the look of it. But every time we wrote my name in it, the R's looked really disjointed. They just didn't join up properly. And since my name has several R's in it, it was something that we ran into a lot. And eventually we actually had to change it because it drove me crazy. It looked so weird. So you want to look at the words that you use a lot, look at the sentences that you know you're going to use a lot in your marketing and make sure that it all looks good in the fonts that you're choosing. I would suggest that you actually test it out on some of the copy that you're using in your business. Try it on your webpage, try it on the content that you're creating and make sure that it looks good in multiple applications. Now, the second part of this is choosing your colors. A color is such a powerful tool and it's an important part of your branding. Different colors are going to create different responses in people as well as reinforcing messaging about your overall brand. So for example, the color red is associated for most people with hunger and energy. And that's the reason that you'll see it frequently in branding for fast food restaurants. They want you to eat and get out quickly. So think McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, KFC, Wendy's all use red in their branding. Blue, on the other hand, is soothing and calming. So that's the reason you'll often find it in medical or therapeutic settings, resorts, and spas. So think about the color, think about what kind of feeling that it gives. Now, when you're trying to communicate information about your brand, if you use color effectively, you can amplify the intended message and hopefully compel people to take the action that you want them to take. 
Now, when you're choosing your colors, it's also important to consider who you're targeting and what colors will appeal to them. You'll want to consider what colors your competitors are already using so you can choose something that's going to help you stand out. So a few tips to help you choose your brand colors. Number one, you want to start with color inspiration. You can use a color tool online. You can use a a photograph, a paint chip, even a Pinterest board to help find colors that are going to fit your brand. Luckily, there are a ton of color inspiration sites and tools to help you. Coolers.co is a great one for finding a palette of color that works well together, or even taking a photo and creating a color palette from that photo. You want to make sure you have a mix of light and dark colors in your palette. You also want to identify the dominant and the accent colors. So the palette you create is up to you, but we do recommend you choose four to six colors with one main color, two accent colors, and then any auxiliary colors after that. You know, various applications that you use your colors on are going to require various codes to interpret your colors. So for example, if you're designing in Canva or you're uh, choosing colors on your website, you're going to need the digital version, which is the hex code. But if you're printing something physically, like printing your logo on a mug, for example, you're going to need the PMS or the Pantone matching code to get the color right. So make sure when you choose your colors, you record both sets of those numbers for your brand identity colors to keep yourself consistent on everything you use them for. Encyclicolorpedia.com is another favorite site of mine for finding complementary colors. And I use it regularly to find the hex code for a color if I have the Pantone or PMS colors or vice versa. And I'm going to put that link for you in the show notes because it's really handy. If you happen to have the hex code for a color, you can just type it in and it will show you what the PMS color is. And then you can add all of those codes to your brand identity kit so that you got them moving forward. Now, finally, you want to make sure that you note any special considerations that are specific to your brand, like if the logo needs to always be positioned a certain way, or if one of your fonts is only to be used for certain applications, make those notes on your brand identity kit, because this document is going to be incredibly useful to share with your designer, employees, or any others that are going to work with your branding to make sure that the look and feel of your brand is consistent every single time it's used. We're going to link some examples, some real world examples of branding style guides that you can check out for more ideas and inspiration. We'll put that in the show notes for you as well. And then you can see how companies like Apple, uh, Heineken, Google, and Walmart actually lay out their brand identity kits. Now don't get overwhelmed. Yours doesn't need to be nearly as complicated as theirs, but pick the pieces that you think are critical to your brand and just include those in your own style guide. So that's your one step for this week. And to help you make your own brand identity kit with your own color palette and your own typefaces, we've created a free brand identity kit download for you to pull it all together and have all your information in one place. So get the free download, go to shecorporated.com and look for the link in the header where it says brand identity kit and get your kit put together. Now, next week, we're going to figure out where you are going with your mission and your vision statement and how to craft them and why they're so important. So make sure you meet us back here next week. Also, if you are enjoying these podcasts, podcasts. And if you're finding them helpful, we've been asking you to rate and review us on whatever platform you're using to listen. If you haven't done that yet, please take a minute right now to do it. It's a huge help for a new series like this, and it's going to help other women who need us find us. So drop us a review and hit us up at She Corporated on social, and we'll see you back here next week. Thanks for hanging out with us and listening to the One Step Empire podcast. All the resources you need are found on our site, shecorporated.com. There are free downloads. The link to join our community of women entrepreneurs is there. All the show notes for every podcast episode, links to everything we've got going on, and the link to subscribe to the magazine for women founders, She Corporated Magazine. All of it can be found at shecorporated.com on the web.
Make sure you follow us at SheCorporated on Facebook or Instagram and set aside some time this week to put into practice what you learned today on the podcast. Block some time on your calendar in the next seven days and really commit to putting it into practice and not just on your to-do list because massive action creates massive results. You can do this and we're here to help.